Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mercenary Musician Podcast. This is part two of the gear episode. We're going to go over all the gear you need and organizational tips, stuff like that. Uh, If you have not yet listened to part one, go back and listen to that one as well. That's kind of got the more meat of your gear set up in there. Um, That's it. Sit tight. Listen up. Hey. Hey. We're live. We're back. All right, guys. Part two of the gear episode. You're here live. Mercenary Musician Podcast. Yeah, baby. Part two of the gear episode. All right. So um, I do, I I guess I didn't really say this in the last episode, but I'm really not much of a gear head. Uh, I know a lot of guys who are, and that is, uh, it's an important thing to know about yourself. Know your interests and your strengths strengths and uh try to find people who can be kind of part of your informal team who complement your strengths so like i kind of mentioned i've got a buddy who is a sound engineer who's great who i work with doing my original stuff pretty often and he knows all about gear so i just kind of ask him and i just kind of tell him what i need like i know what i need i know i need stuff that will never break and that sounds great and is pretty easy to use and he says cool this is the thing and i say cool thanks you know, and he has not steered me wrong yet. So um, as far as gear goes, if you don't love gear, if you don't like crack out on gear, then find somebody who does and kind of be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So we were talking about cables. Yeah. So we knocked that out. So we're going to move on to, let's see. So we, I do want to say, I don't think we really, we really finished cables. Okay. So we're going to start in cables again. I just want to say a couple more things about cables. Okay. So you got instrument cables, you got mic cables, speaker cables, and power cables. Um, Now, there is a difference between speaker cables and instrument and mic cables. It has, I I just mentioned I'm not a gearhead, right? So I'm not going to tell you the technical difference. It has something to do with, like, one is shielded and one is not. I'm not even totally sure what that means, but I know there is a difference. Okay. I am fairly certain that instrument cables can work as speaker cables, but speaker cables cannot work as instrument. They can work, but they're they sound bad. They they give like a lot of extra noise, and uh, they can damage your equipment too. So right. make sure that you're using instrument cables for your instruments, and uh, not as important that you're using speaker cables for your speakers. But a nice speaker cable will will do you good too. I've got. Uh, Two speaker cables in my in my bag that are uh, XLR, which is like the mic cable, right? Um, but it's a speaker XLR cable. And then I've got mic cables, which are, you know, like a shielded, like an instrument cable, but with XLR mm-hmm. um, ends. And then I've got instrument cables, which are quarter inch. Um, and then as far as power cables, we did, we did talk about power cables, but um, there's another thing that I like to have a backup of, which is a power supply for my looping pedal. Um... You don't need a looping pedal. I think you should have one. I, I think there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't have a looping pedal. They are really great for this type of work. Um, and uh, a power supply is like one of those things that will go bad. So uh, get yourself a, a backup one of those. Um, also, backup to the backup, you can have batteries. My pedal takes uh, AA batteries. So if things go really wrong, I can just put AA batteries in it and 
limp through a show that way. My guitar also, while we're on the topic of batteries, my guitar pickup takes a nine volt battery and that will die on you. And it will be embarrassing if you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. That has happened to me before where I'm like, I don't know. My guitar just broke. This is a, you know. <laughs> what about your cell phone? If you're going to be using it throughout the course of your show. Yep. You should, I keep a, uh, I keep a phone charger in my bag and I try to get my phone. Well, when I'm on doubles, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't survive. I try to keep my phone charged as much as I can so that I'm not like charging it while I'm, I got it hooked up to the mic stand. What about investing in one of those power blocks? I don't know. I don't have one of those, but I, I wouldn't say no. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a bad idea. Um, I just try to keep it charged. And usually what I will do if it's like dying when I'm setting up at my second gig mm-hmm. is I will get my power set up immediately, put my phone on the charger immediately, and then start setting up so that it has like 20 minutes while I'm setting up to charge a little bit. Um, okay, so yes, we're through kind of the boring power cables and stuff. The meat and potatoes. Now um, we're on to the veggies. Are we on the veggies yet? Let me see. I just want to make sure there's nothing. Yeah, cool. Okay, so yes, we got all the, like, you must have stuff out of the way. Yeah. Um, I do also want to make a note. If you're, I mentioned earlier, if you're certain you're doing this, if you know that this is what you want to do, um, spend 2000 bucks on this gear. Just put a budget together. Talk to a friend who knows about gear. Call Sweetwater, by the way. Sweetwater, uh... I think Sweetwater Sound. Sweetwater. It's this company out of Indiana. Yeah, you can just. Well, they're, you get the website. It's just Sweetwater. Yeah, they're a music supplier, and they're just great. I love them. Um, they team you up with a well, one-on-one. Yeah, uh, they get they get a sales rep, rep who's like your guy, yeah. and you're just like friends with him. He's still. I mean, it's been five years since I put an order with them, and they still reach out annually just yeah. to see if there's anything. Hey, it's need. it's Bob, your fucking yeah. Sweetwater guy. Yeah. Just happy birthday. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, they're great. I really like them a lot, and uh, they've got everything. I mean, it's. Think of a piece of gear and they've got everything. They got brand new and used. And keep this in the back of your mind. If you need to get something immediately and you can't get it from Sweetwater that day, a lot of places will compare the prices from Sweetwater. So you can take that to Guitar Center and they'll match the price. Hmm. So price matching is huge if you need a day of use Sweetwater. Yeah, a lot of times too with like a day of thing, like for instance, if my guitar were to break on me um, in between gigs, I would book it to a Guitar Center I would buy a guitar, and they've got a really lenient return policy. Um, last I checked, at least. Don't don't commit to this yet. Make sure you know before you buy something from them. But you can buy something and return it within 30 days. You can you can do that. You can get and a guitar, can... play it for the gig, yeah. return it, get your shit fixed before your next gig. And you have up to 30 days to put a warranty on it as well if you can't do it the same day that you buy it. Huh. That's good to know. Yeah. Warranties are great. I recommend warranties for anything expensive, really. Anything you're gigging on, anything you're going to beat the hell out of. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one thing if you're gonna leave something in your in your studio and just like play it in a nice controlled environment where it's air conditioned all the time and you're not unplugging and un- and replugging and pulling it out of your car. But if you're touring, if you're playing gigs, if you're being a mercenary musician, that's right. That's right. If you're being a mercenary musician, you need stuff that is under warranty. Yeah. Um, and not even just under warranty, but you need stuff that's just not gonna break in the first place. That's your main priority. But if it does break, you want to be able to not have to drop another 700 bucks on something, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's one, another great thing about the QSC guys is if you if you break it, I don't think you even, I don't think I even have a warranty. I think it just comes with a warranty. Mm-hmm. I think it might come just with a two, two-year warranty. Um, but it's just great customer service like that. So a company that knows they make a good product and knows that if it breaks, that they can afford to replace it because it hardly ever breaks. Yeah. Um, that's good. 
All right. So what else do we have? Okay. Um, kind of extra stuff. I want to go in order of like most important, like Ooh, the good idea, like the stuff I would do first. Gear bag. You need a bag for your cables. Excuse me for your cables and uh, what? Our gear bag. The mercenary. Oh, that's musician right. Musician gear bag. Chad likes to do this like hand signaling thing. And I'm just like, what? Well, we're live, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he can read my mind. I can't do it. I would try. <laughs> we're working on it. Um, okay, yeah. So gear bag. We're, we're planning on, uh, it's a good time to mention, we're planning on putting together a kit for you guys um, that's just like, give us a thousand bucks and we'll give you everything you need or, or 2,000 if you want a higher end yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Everything you need down to the cart. Mm-hmm. Um, which I highly recommend you get also. but All in one. Yep. Back to the gear bag. The gear bag I'm currently using, I was using a Jansport backpack for a while, which can be can be okay. The thing I don't like about backpacks is they're like top-loading, so you have to dig for everything, which I don't like. What I'm using now is a tool bag. It's a Hercules tool bag, and uh, it is, you know, designed to be on a work site with hammers and shit in it and thrown, thrown all over the place. Um, so that, that's kind of what I went for. I was like, I need something that's like made out of Kevlar, you know, that's an exaggeration, but like something that's just, but yeah, you're going to last forever. And, uh, that's what I got. I got a gear bag that is basically a tool bag. The thing I like about the tool bag is it's like elongated, right? Opens from the top and it's got like the long rectangular shape to it. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to dig as much stuff is right on top, which I appreciate. Nice. Um, yes, get a gear bag. It just it's just silly to carry cables and stuff loose in your hands. Um, get a bag. Um, tip jar. You should have a tip jar. You're you're leaving money on the table. I've had people. I, I, it surprises me sometimes hearing people uh, who don't have tip jars or don't know how central they are to this whole game. Um, I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but it does. I, I've had people ask me. It's like. You think we should put out a tip jar? And I was like, yes. Yes. Even if someone puts 10 bucks in, that's the quickest 10 bucks you've ever made. All you had to do is put a jar down on the floor and you made 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, yes, you should put a tip jar down. Um, I want to do a whole episode about the psychology of the tip jar. I think it's interesting. I've been like playing with mine. I'm always tinkering with mine. You know, different sizes, different materials, different looks, different... Uh, you know, I put lights on mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tape a $20 bill to the rim of it. So it's like, it's like a bait dollar hanging out. So it's clear that money goes in here. Um, I don't have tips written on my current tip jar, but I think I might do that. Cause it just makes it a little, a little more obvious. You want to keep, you want to remove barriers. You know, I, I put my business cards by my tip jar. So I have an excuse to mention it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you like this, Grab a business card. I do private events. My phone number's on here. You can call me any time of day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Talk about anything you want. I think it's business safe to cards say are here by the tip jar. That could fall into gear as well. It's, I mean, it's business marketing cards. gear, but it's marketing. It, it, it's gear in a sense. Yeah, it, I it think, needs to be with you. Yeah, you should have business cards, which I recommend you have a professional photo of yourself on um, because part of what you're selling is what you look like. Do you think it makes sense to have on the backside maybe like a QR code or something that can take you immediately to uh, like a... a a live performance by you or something. That's not that a bad idea at all. I, I hadn't thought of that, but that's a, that's a very good idea. You know, I don't mind. Mine doesn't have that, but I think the next one will kind of cool thing about, uh, business cards is they're really cheap. It's like 10 bucks for like a thousand or something. Vistaprint. Yeah. That's, that's where I go. Vistaprint. 
and uh, you can kind of change them, you know, as you go. They, oh, yeah. they, you, you go through them pretty quick if you're playing a lot of gigs. Um, if you're handing them out, I, I probably go through a, a box of them every six months or so, or maybe yeah. maybe a year, and then you can get a, you can try something else. Well, and it's cool because Vistaprint saves your designs too, and there's a lot of cool shit that they offer that you wouldn't even think of to help brand yourself. Hmm. Aside yeah. from just the business card, if you decide to do that. Yeah, luckily my uh, my girlfriend is great at that type of thing. She's a professional photographer and uh, good at that kind of graphic design. So she's not a graphic design person, but she's good enough at it to help me out. So that, that has helped me out a bunch. Um, okay, yeah, so tip jar. At, at first, no, no need to get too fancy, but I will say this. Don't do glass. Don't do something that could drop and break. You want plastic. Don't do something really small. This is... You don't want it to look like it's full. You want it to look like it's... You don't want it to look like it's empty. You want it to look like people have their own tips in there, like they wouldn't be the first one to tip you. But you also don't want it to look like, oh, he's got plenty in there, right? So I used to use a cheese balls jug. It's kind of ugly, and it looks kind of trashy. So if you're playing in a nice place... You could dress it up. Yeah. I mean, my, my tip jar now looks nice. Oh. It's, a, it's like a kind of translucent, colorful thing. It's like a bucket. You know, just... Just have it, you know, and, and play with it. Uh, see see what works better, see what doesn't seem to be working, and, and just play with it. That's kind of the same thing with all of this stuff is a lot of this is just start doing it, and you'll start seeing what doesn't work, and you'll knock, a, knock the edges off. I have a whole just, like, book full of jokes about it, about my tip jar, and it's, it's just a great little trick. To, you, you don't want to be, like, tips. You don't want to be desperate. You don't want to be entitled sounding. You want to be light about it, but... You know, joking about the tip jar is great. So what's next after tips? We have picks on this list, which I think should be kind of self-explanatory, but it is definitely something that I have forgotten before. Um, this is one of those things where I just put picks everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just put picks in every pocket of my gig bag, put it in my wallet. I put picks in my guitar case. I just, if I put them in my car, I just like leave them everywhere. Um, that's what I recommend you do. Rather than a single point of failure, just have picks scattered throughout your whole life. That's what I, That's what my life is. There are just guitar, guitar picks everywhere. A tuner. I've got an onboard tuner on my uh, on my guitar, on the Fishman pickup. It has a tuner on there, which is great, as long as you have a 9-volt battery. But if you don't have a 9-volt battery, your sound is not coming through anyway, so mm-hmm. you're double fucked. So keep 9-volt batteries on you if, if you have need of those. Make sure you know what you need. Remember how I open my car and I go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7, and I'm done, right? One of those things is my gig bag, right? And, you know, right, so it's guitar, mixer, speaker, gig bag. Uh, my bag with my stands in it, and my car, uh, my lights, and my uh, tip jar, seven. And I count those, and I go. But the gig bag is kind of, the thing where even that system could fail you is if you forget to pack your whole gig bag. Okay, yeah, I've got my gig bag. I counted it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, got it. But if something's missing from your gig bag, you're, it's just as bad as if you'd forgotten mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, depending on the gear, the piece, the piece of equipment. Um, so it's kind of important to make sure that your gig bag is packed. Be, you know, double check things. Dummy check is is what we call it in the, in the industry here. You pack up the stage after you think you're done, act like you're not done and look again and just scan everything and make sure you brought everything off the stage. When you're packing your car up, especially for like the first year that you're doing this, when you're packing your car up. If you, if you have any inkling that you might have left something out of your gig bag, pull your gig bag out, make sure everything's there, and then put it back in your car. Just, like, make sure your shit's there. 
Um, very few things look less professional than showing up at a gig and not being able to play because you're missing a piece of gear. Yeah. It does not look good. Um, although people will understand, especially if it's your hundredth gig at a place. I mean, if you know, if you got a good reputation with with a place, by then you'll know how to handle that situation too. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've got the onboard tuner, and then if for any reason that fails, you've got a phone tuner. Phone tuners are great. Uh, I use the Pano tuner, P A N O. It's free, and uh, it's great. It's a chromatic tuner also, which I like, meaning that if you tune your guitar down a half step, for instance. It'll say E flat right on there instead of E, which is nice. Some of them also include metronomes. Does yours? Uh, I have a separate metronome app, okay. Metro Timer, which uh, is not really within the purview of this episode, but you should be practicing with a metronome, you, you animals. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. People, man, people think they don't need to, and they're wrong. <laughs> just I, I was one of them for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, you need a metronome. Yeah. It's it just will it will make you a better player. Period. Well, especially Pe- if you want to play with people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, having having rhythm is like you can play wrong notes, but if you got the right rhythm, you're you're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, for the most part. If you're if you're in the wrong rhythm, you're just not making music anymore. You know, even if you're playing the right notes, if you're not in the same rhythm, the fuck you it's not music. You know, you're you you're doing? just making noise. Yeah. Man, I had this guy who, when he was by himself playing guitar, he sounded really cool. It was like this really cool blues thing, but the dude couldn't count to four. And like every once in a while, I was so like I tried to play with him one time, and it'd be like three measures of four, and then a measure of five out of nowhere. Like it was just like he was making it up as like he he didn't have four in his head. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't know. I mean, I, I practice a lot with a metronome, so. I can count four. Back to it. Since off. we were just talking about the phone tuner, you're going to have to have something to hold your phone tuner because if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that one of Peter's favorite apps is the Chord Chart app. Yes. All right. Uh, was it Ultimate Guitar? Ultimate Guitar, which is also a fantastic place to go and learn songs when you're at home as it's well. Really, it's really... If you know how to read tablature, which you should if you're a mercenary musician. I highly recommend it. I actually don't generally use the tabs very much. I just use the chord charts, but you can use tabs too. Especially doing something on the fly, it's hard to do something on the fly with a tab. Chord charts are easier. Um, you say, oh, see, and there's the word. Boop, there's, you just, you can, I can do it on site if I've heard the song before. But you're not gonna hold the phone in your hand, are you? That's right, it's impossible to do that. So what are you gonna do? Um, you get a little cell phone mount, which I just got a new one today. And these are kind of something that will, they just break. They're just, I, I've, I've yet to find one that lasts more than six months or a year. Forward to the mercenary musician cell phone mount. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna make. We're gonna brand the shit out of we're everything. We're gonna brand the shit out of everything and sell it to you, baby. Mm. And you're gonna love it because it's gonna be good equipment. Exactly. Um, mercenary grade. That's right. Mercenary. I love that. Man, nice. This thing this stuff writes itself. I do this shit all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So get a cell phone mount. Get the. Um, it should have like three little arms on it. They're on Amazon. You can spend six bucks on a really cheap one and just plan on, you know, buy three at a time and just plan on replacing them every two uh-huh. months. Or you can spend 30 bucks on a nicer one and plan on replacing it every six months or a year. That's what I do. I like just a nicer thing. So um, I got the Squid Grip, the Zenvo Squid Grip, X E N V O. I believe it's a Chinese company. And uh, I loved it. Um, I use loved past tense because my my second one is in the process of breaking now. I think they're really more designed to just be like stuck on something and kind of left there mm-hmm. rather than like pulled on and pulled off and pulled on and pulled off 12 times a week like I do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's understandable. They're going to wear. 
But so I had the first one and it, and it broke after six months or so. And I said, I just sent him a message. I said, Hey guys. And I, I encourage you to just try this. If your gear breaks, send a message to the, to the manufacturer and say, Hey guys, my thing broke. Just wondering if you would replace this. And they did. So I got my second one. And then that lasts about six months or eight months and it's breaking now. So I bought a new one, you know, so this is just one of those pieces of gear that you're going to be replacing. It's just going to, it's just going to be broken. Yeah. Very, very useful stuff. This being able to take requests like that and even just fake your way through stuff. You don't really know that well, even is just, it's, it's a level up. It really will increase your tips. Um, so yes, get a speaker or a, uh, phone, phone mount for your mic stand. Now, this one you just recently started using, correct? Mm-hmm. No-brainer. I should have done this immediately. A travel cart, a little hand cart. It folds up. They're like 70 bucks. It has made my life so much easier. It's just absolutely... I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. I feel so dumb. I've been... I've had this for about eh, two years, maybe. It's just so, so great. I used to have to make... I used to be... I, I used to be able to do it all in one trip. You know, you hold the speaker. I got my guitar backpack got my gig bag over my shoulder i've got a mixer in my other hand and i've got mic stands in a handle also with the mixer hand and it's just like why was i doing that it's so silly you know um and you know trying to like squeeze into a room with all that stuff on you can be can be tough awkward you're bumping into patrons which you don't want to be doing and it's heavy and you know sometimes like straps will break if you put that kind of wear on them over and over again so I just have the the hand cart, and it makes it a lot easier. I don't have to worry about, okay, I got to park close, put my hazards on, unload my gear, then park far away. You, you can just park far away and put everything in a cart and roll yeah, it. Yeah, and you can stroll in as opposed to it's know, so much better. Beeline, just it. do it. Just get one of those. Get the mercenary musician travel cart, which has not been It'll created be coming. yet. Coming mercenary <laughs> approved. Yeah, this is this is the type of thing that should last forever. They're just, they're really simple instruments. It's a it's just a hand cart that folds up. Yeah. Um, now, I know we were doing this in order of importance, but I think this next item is probably one of the most important things, specifically because it pertains to your health. Yeah. Um, and longevity of your ears. Yeah, and it's it's related not just to your physical health, but your psychological health. I found hearing protection is, is the thing. I won't keep you in suspense much longer. Yes. Um, earplugs. You can get a nice pair for like 30 bucks. And you should get this case that Peter has. It's very <laughs> misleading to the eyes. Uh, oh yeah, the little screw case on little, my keys. Yeah, it looks like it's it looks like there are drugs in it. I actually had a cop one time pull me over. Yeah, I remember this. And uh, he like searched. He was like, "What's in the what, what's in this?" You know, like unscrewed it. Busted like he knew something. he was so sure he was about to find drugs on me. And uh, you could see just the look of disappointment on his face when he opened it up and saw it was earplugs. Um, so yeah, I got a, a couple of nice nice sets of earplugs. These are things that you will just fucking lose. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, <laughs> You just lose them. So be prepared to have backups for this. Um, get some nice ones. You don't really need to go nuts and get like a hundred something dollar pair of earplugs. I like, you know, 30, 30, 40 bucks. Eargasm is a good brand and it's got a funny name. Yeah. So hearing protection is great. There's there's a thing about that. So longevity is important here. You want to be able to do this sustainably and not hurt yourself. Your ears are important um, if you're a musician or even if you're not. I mean, you're hearing sense of hearing is important and you I, I spent far too long not using hearing protection properly and it I, I definitely have some hearing loss from it it's just even if you're not playing that loudly which I'm not usually um, 
sustained there there's studies out about this sustained noise even at like a moderate volume for like hours can mess up your hearing um and i'll i'll occasionally have like a, a tinnitus thing happen where i goes you know like a little every every time you hear that that is the sound of your ear cells dying that's like the sound of that's the tone you're never going to hear again because that tone is dying it's kind of the idea um so and it's even even beyond just the the direct impact of having your hearing not be as good there's a psychological impact of like man I'm hurting myself every time I play these gigs I'm making my senses duller slowly over time as I do this job so don't don't let that happen to you wear hearing protection I know it can be tough at first if you're not used to it to play to he- kind of hear yourself the way you want to hear yourself when you have hearing protection in I know a lot of it's like wearing a condom kind of <laughs> you're just like I don't want to do this, but I know I have to. I feel better when I do, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's <laughs> you should you should do it, you know. Um, un- unlike condoms, not doing it once is not going to change your whole life, whereas not wearing a condom once can. <laughs> but uh, it-, it should just be a good habit. It should be a habit. You put your earplugs in. You should know how to use them. They should make a complete seal with your ear. And get used to what it sounds like with those earplugs in. What I like to do is I'll start without earplugs in. I'll do my first couple songs, make sure the sound sounds right. And then I'll put my earplugs in so that I'm not... Because if you start with your earplugs in, you might think, oh, this sounds weird. And then mix to yourself with earplugs in. And it won't... Won't come out right. Right. You want to make sure that the the naked ear is hearing what you want it to hear. Because that's what your audience is listening to. And then you put your earplugs in and then you play. Um, so that... Highly recommend hearing protection. Uh, really can't recommend it enough. It'll, it'll, in the long run, very, very important. It'll keep you gigging. It'll, it'll keep you gigging. It'll keep you from having to go, huh? What? Huh? I have friends who just refuse to use hearing protection and they're fucking 30 years old and they're doing that already. It's not cool. Not cool at all. What? Because of what? The, the vanity? Like, why wouldn't you want to? It's because they don't like the way they sound. It's because they, uh, okay. you know, it's because they play their guitar and they want to hear their fucking guitar shred. And I get that. I mean, it's, you know, it's like wearing a condom. It's like, I want to hear the fucking pure sweet sound mm-hmm. of this amp just crushing ass. And <laughs> I can't when I have my hearing. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it, uh, a lot of times it kind of will fuck up your sense of, this is what you can shop around for your plug. So don't don't buy like 10 pairs of the same earplug right off the bat. Shop around. Get a couple different ones and see which ones you like cuz right. they'll cut out different things. They'll cut out different frequencies and dampen different frequencies. And sometimes you want a little different profile. In the same way that a mic has kind of a sound profile, a hearing uh, earplug kind of has a sound profile as well. So um play with those. Do not neglect this part of the job. Just don't neglect this part of the job. You will hurt yourself in the long run. And, you know, I, I still have faith that technology will save us all from a lot of this. And it honestly, too, um, this will make you look like a pro to just to people who know what they're looking for. Um, it's like another really little detail where if there's another musician in the crowd and they see that you're wearing hearing protection, you get a little bit of extra credence from them. If I see somebody wearing hearing, hearing protection, I'm like, Oh, this looks like maybe a real pro, you know, whereas somebody who isn't looks less professional to me. Um, and your average audience member is not going to notice, but it, uh, it, it shows if you know what you're looking for. All right. We, we kind of touched backup gear. You should have backups for every small, cheap thing, really. Mm-hmm. 
mics, cables, and, and things that are likely to break. Picks, batteries, that's about it, I think, for backup stuff. I mean, it would be nice to have a backup guitar, at least at home. I don't think you have to take it with you everywhere. Um, because, again, something breaking like that, it's going to, in the same way that a mic stand will kind of give you warning, a guitar will usually give you warning if something's going wrong with it. Strings. Oh, did we not mention strings? No. Yeah, you got to have strings if you're a guitarist. Um, yeah, have strings. Have a, uh, especially if you're a, a string winder. String winders are great. I recommend having those are cheap as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have some mercenary ones. Yeah, we will. A little string winder, and they usually have little clippies that you can cut the excess string off. You can also twist it. I don't know if you know that, but once once you have uh, tightened the string, mm-hmm. you can twist the tail end of the string, mm-hmm. and it'll just snap right off at the base. Cool. Yep. Yep, that's cool. Um, so, yes, bring strings. You, I mean, buy a pack. You know, you're going to go through them, especially if you're a, a steel string guitarist. Those strings will break. Yes. Nylon strings are much less likely to break. I haven't had a string break on my nylon string guitar at all, ever. But I just replace them when they start to get dead. If you're gigging on a regular basis and you're frequently breaking strings, I suggest you join the Guitar Center String Club. Yes. It's fairly inexpensive, and you get several packs a month. Yeah, that's a good deal. You just got to make sure you do it. Because I think you pay, right? You pay up front. Yeah. If you're breaking strings really frequently, you should have your guitar set up by a pro, by a luthier. Um, or checked out, something might be wrong with your guitar. They shouldn't break that frequently. That starts at like 65 to 75 bucks. Something like that. Yeah. And this is all stuff that you can keep track of this if you're going to start running a business like I do. Stuff you can write off. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all write-offs. Yep. Did we talk about lights? Lights are one of those things that is kind of extra. Uh, I've got... They're called... Let me just see here can't remember the brand name of the lights, but they're like LED lights. They were like 100 bucks each. I've got two two of them with stands. And uh, I've got this app here called Happy Lighting. <laughs> they're really great. And uh, I can adjust the lights from my phone app if I want. I can, you know, make a little jokes out of it and say, hey, look, I got this new piece of gear here. Look at my lights. I can make them blue if I want. You guys want them blue? Yeah, we want blue. Boop, there's blue. I'm making purple. You guys want purple? Yeah. It's just like another thing to talk about. Again, it's above and beyond. It's not It's not totally necessary, but it makes you look like you know what you're doing. It makes you look like you care about what you're doing and are you're taking an extra step that you're not necessarily getting paid for to look more professional. Yeah. And again, to reiterate, if you are a mercenary musician, you should be doing this. Yes. So... One more little thing here. As far as acquiring gear, I didn't do this all at once. Like, I, I, I will say, if you know you're going to do this, sit down, make a list, get the core stuff first, speaker, cables, mixer, instrument. You should have an instrument already. Um, mic stand. Like, get the core stuff. Um, but, like, some of the stuff you can acquire slowly over time, right? You can uh, pick up. Uh, string winder you can pick up uh, a pedal uh we didn't well, we barely touched on pedals but that, that's kind of an extra piece actually i use a looping pedal i use the uh, rc20 xl boss boss makes great stuff it uh it's like one of those workhorse things the casing they, they're like tanks again could throw this thing off a roof and it'd still keep ticking um i love 
my looping pedal. I think it's just a great practice tool. Even I think you should just have one. Um, that's about 270, I think, for the RC20XL. You can get a smaller, kind of more simple version. But yeah, 100 bucks, and it's good. Yeah, they last. They last, and it's just it's just a great it's just a great thing to have. It, it adds a little color. I know a lot of a lot of people just sit there and chunk chords and sing. That's the that's what they do for four hours. That would get old to me as a as a performer. I mean that, you know, that's a lot of voice voice work. So I like to put solos. Also, I, I shred a guitar, so it's another little aspect of like, look at this. I'm special. I'm not like a regular regular solo acoustic douche. I'm a, I'm a good solo acoustic douche. So yeah, you loop your chords and you solo over the top of it. I recommend having one. I mean, just play with it at home, and uh, it's a great, again, great practice tool, if nothing else. You can loop chords and solo, improvise over the top of it. You don't even have to bring it out to your gigs at first, but um, I, I recommend you have one. It's yeah. really cool. Wow. It's another thing also that you can tell your audience about. I tell my audience about this once a set even, and I say, I got a little story that goes with it. I say, hey, just in case anybody's curious, and I'll, especially if I'm prompted, like if somebody like sees that there are two guitar parts going, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, especially guitarists will notice that type of thing. Um, you know, amateurs as well as pros. Pros will know what you're doing, but an amateur will be like, whoa, how's he doing that? Mm-hmm. Is that pre-recorded tracks? People will assume you use pre-recorded tracks, um, which I don't, which I kind of take pride in the fact that I don't. When you're hearing two guitar parts at once, none of that's pre-recorded. That's all live. And people, if they're interested, will look up and go, oh, what? Oh, okay. I've got this looping pedal down here on the ground. I click this button on my foot, play something, click it again, hands up. And uh, just plays over and over again, no matter how annoying it is. Magic. Yeah, and that's it's just an, another interesting little story, little bit of interaction, a little bit of here's what I do, everybody. Nice to meet you. Um, that makes you more of a person, and it also it, it just improves your show. Even if you didn't have a little story about it, it just makes the show better to be able to solo. All right. All right. So in closing, what uh, let's go over some organizational tactics. Organizational tactics, yes. So, I mean, we talked about the dummy check. It's very important to not leave shit behind at both your house and at gigs. Really more important to not leave it at gigs because it could be lost forever that way. But if you leave it at your house, at least it'll be at your house. Um, So make sure you dummy check both your house and your stage um, on your way out and on your way back from, from gigs. As far as your gear bag, you should basically leave that packed all the time. Something I like to do is I practice at home also, and I like to have my home practice set up independent of my gear bag. I don't, I don't want to have to touch my gear bag, pull cables out of it, plug them in at home, unplug them, put it back in my gear bag and go to work with it. I want to leave my gear bag in my car, totally packed, not touching it. That will help a lot. That will prevent you from, from leaving stuff. So yeah, leave your gear bag packed. If you can afford it, get your home practice set up with its own power cables and with its own instrument cables and its own speakers. If you can't, I mean, it's it's fine to bring your speaker inside and play with your speaker at home, but just don't forget it, right? So when you get back in your car to go to a gig, do your count, right? Make sure you know all your ge- all your stuff. Number it like I do. One, two, three, four, five, six. And seven is the tip jar in front, and I'm good to go. All right, cool. And that's, I mean, that should that should do you pretty good. Um, what other organizational tips can I give you regarding gear? 
Um, ooh, another little piece of gear. I'm sorry. This is a last straggler thought. Have a tarp in your car. Oh, yes. Um, that's yep. pretty useful. Yep. Every once in a while. I, I try to set up in a way that's not going to force me to have to use a tarp. Um, like So that if it rains, uh, I'm already under something. But if you... You never know. You never know. It's just nice Plan to have. for the unexpected. Yeah, I got a tarp in my car. I... A little organizational idea. Think about your car as... It, you're, you work out of your car a lot, right? You're going to be in your car, in and out of your car a bunch. I've got a Subaru Outback uh, hatchback. It's just perfect for what I do. Plenty of room. I just... I love it. I couldn't recommend a, a car more. Remember picking it up? It was just like it was yesterday. Yeah, that's right. We bought that together. Yeah. All right. All right uh, what do you think? Organizational tactics? Do you have any other ideas here? The biggest thing is the checklist. To do it before you leave the house, to do it as you're setting up, and to do it before you leave. Do it twice before you leave. Yeah. In the beginning, in the beginning, it pays to be a little extra diligent. Spend an extra 20 minutes. Like, I can get set up and broken down in nine minutes each. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for six years. You got it down to a science. I've, I, can, I can get set up in nine minutes. Um, you don't need to worry about that type of speed yet right take your time show up an hour early to these gigs um take a half hour before you leave and make sure you got everything take your time in the beginning all right because there's i mean sometimes you might be forced to rush if you sleep in or something but try not to on that subject in the beginning before You know, you might not really know exactly what cables are what. It's okay to take a piece of colored tape and put it around the cable to better identify what it's for. Ooh, you actually bring... Yes, that's a a good idea. Also, um, I love these things. This is... is, I can't believe we didn't mention this earlier. For uh, for cables, organizational tactic for cables, get the cable ties. Mm -hmm. They're cheap as anything. They're like nothing. And they're colored. And they're colored, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're Velcro. You put it on your cable and you can wrap your cable and then you put the Velcro around it so it doesn't get all tangled up. It's really, really great. It's just like... It's a no-brainer. Well, that's a no-brainer. Get those. Cable cable ties. Velcro Velcro cable ties. Um, that's another good little organizational idea. Hmm. I just want to make sure we're giving them everything we can here. Am I forgetting anything? I think we've covered it. I think we've covered it. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Good that job. Is the, part one and part two of the gear episode. The two-part gear episode, finally. You heard it Got here it first. Got it in the bag. The Mercenary Musician Podcast. I'm Chad. And I'm Peter. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Check out more of our content at Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcast, Podbean. We're also on Instagram at Mercenary Musician. Facebook, YouTube, and we encourage you to email both Peter and I, Peter at MercenaryMethods.com and Chad at MercenaryMethods.com. Get at us.